This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. You're back from Hawaii. Welcome back. How was the trip? The pictures look wonderful. You're beautifully tanned. Thank you. Thank you. I've been, you know, you're the second person. To, I've been home for four days and you're the only the second person to say that to me. So. That's right, Jorge and Maddie. <laughs> yes. Yet to mention You've it. noticed it. Yeah. The trip was great. I love Hawaii. I, yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Who would have thought? I, I, I had a feeling like it might be overrated, but I did not find that. Okay, there. to the people yeah. of Hawaii, we you know we, we want to be careful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it was it was a great mix of like relax. The cool thing about, I mean, there's just so, there is a lot of culture there, mm. which does give it like a different, unique feel to like going to the Caribbean or something like that. And you're in the United States, too. That's got to right. be a little bit weird. That's another part of it because it's so beautiful and it looks so different than anything you see in the United States. So it does feel kind of crazy that you are there. I would think, and I've never been to Hawaii, so I have no idea. I am a dummy idiot. Okay. Don't know anything about the place other than what you're, like, I understand why you're like, I maybe it's overrated because you're like, it's it's on a pedestal. Right. It feels like, like a little basic or cliche, maybe. The most sense. beautiful yes. honeymoon spot. Yes. Like it, it takes that mountaintop perch. And I would assume it's weird to be on a U.S. highway there. They don't even really have highways. That Re was the okay. Other thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, so was this is other, <laughs> that was the other thing. Because when we rent, we rented a car mm. and I was like, do we need like an easy pass? She's like, there's no like real highways or like tolls here. Mm -hmm. So first lesson immediately. Pass. Right. Yeah. But I mean, guess we're not in Long Island anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so we, yeah, we rented a car, and it was this, it's the cool thing uh, that they have. They have like a like driving tours and hiking. They have this thing called the Road to Hana. Okay. Um, and you can download this app, which basically knows where your car is and will tell you about the places as you're driving through them. So. Not to interrupt, but I would assume this is like in the museum when you put on the headphones yes. and it's like a now walk to letter B and then it will tell you. So you don't have to deal with people, which is which great. Which is the best part. Right. It's just yes. you and Michael and just enjoying yes. and, and the radio. Yes. yes. And the radio. But the guys, like it's like kind of, whatever this, I shout out to this gypsy app thing. Mm. It's like it knows exactly where your car is. And Love it. The, the, the tour is like it's. It's spoken in a not too stuffy way, so it does feel like more fun. Yeah, I mean, this was the dream of giving away all our data to all these corporations. Yeah, is that people that we they know where we are exactly. at all times. I'm always for that. I mean, we've talked right. about that. I'm like, if they want like people are so scared of that 23andMe stuff. I'm mm. like, you want? I'm like, they're scared of being like cloned. I'm like, you should be so like that's so flattering. The idea that someone would want to clone me with my DNA. I'm yeah. like, take it. Like, yeah, take if it. If that's what you, if that's the, if that's what the, I should be worried about, I'm like, that's very flattering. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I do. It is. A, you have that one person that looks at you and is like, and you know, they're stealing your information. You great. You, yeah, and I, you're like, okay. I, I don't know. I guess. Do I want sure. ads that are not? 
targeted for me. Right. right. I, how do you think I found the new T-shirt I like wearing? Exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But I do have a little self-conscious moment where I go, yeah, totally. They're all looking at us. Like you feel like you have to agree with that person. Yeah, but I, 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 because that's like sort of the general consensus is like uh, it's bad. It's bad when they're yeah. probably going to get DMs, but telling me exactly why <laughs> it's so bad and um, you shouldn't give your information right. away. I'm like cookies, opt in, opt. I don't give a shit. Take it all. Um, <laughs> track me. Um, it's a great clip to play. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Take it all. <laughs> I mean, if I murder someone in like ten years right. and they find me from this stuff I'm going to regret this specific audio clip of course but as as I'll re I've you know I've probably regret 7000 million things, things I've that, said exactly right. <laughs> so. as of this moment in time um I don't really care at all but back to Hawaii yes. um it it does feel it's funny because it's such a touristy location right and but there is so much culture that you do feel like you're kind of walking a fine line between like I'm enjoying the culture am I I don't want to be like inappropriate with it or I don't want to be well, that, know, interacting with, with it in the wrong way. But it's also there's so many movies. You know what I mean? There's so many movies. It's sort of like it sometimes seems like a parody of itself. Well, that that is the thing about Hawaii that I've been, you know, you shy away from it a little bit because there's been this whole like, you know, the Internet does that. But like this idea of like. You want to be respectful. You want to walk into someone else's house and you want to make sure you do the right thing. But Hawaii seems to have that warning more than other places. Like right. Aruba's like, get out here and start shitting your pants. And <laughs> they don't give a shit. We got Dunkin' Donuts on the beach. You can go to Wendy's. Fuck it. Enjoy the beach. Right. I, but Hawaii doesn't have that. And I, I use Aruba as an example. Aruba place with no culture. Right. <laughs> They, no, Aruba, like, I don't know, you go to certain places and it's not as, um, it's not as known, like, right. hey, keep your, mind your manners. Yeah. And it does feel like Hawaii has that on the sign the minute you walk in. Was that felt? Yeah, and I also think that's probably part of the history where it's mm. like it's the last state. So they were independent for a long time. They right. had their own monarchy. They have their own culture. They have their own very distinct very thing. different culture right. than you see anywhere on like the mainland, as they say. Right there, and and there's some account that could like if there's like <laughs> there's some woke account that could take this conversation and be like, see, see, there, yeah. we we probably sound like idiots I'm to sure. someone, right? Yeah, and I mean, I'm doing the I'm doing the best I can with the with the knowledge that I've gained, but it was very. It's, I I thought learning about the culture was very very interesting, right? Um, especially learning about it without having to speak to anyone because we were just in the car. Nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even have to meet a Hawaiian. Perfect. Uh, no, we did. We went to a luau, which again, okay. I, was like, as I, was, I was like, I was like, is going to a luau like a, a, a culturally appropriate? Thing? Is it like a learning about the culture thing and it's good? Or is it like an appropriating the culture right. thing and it's bad? So are I we wearing really sure. sombreros dancing to the cucaracha right. or are we respecting <laughs> Well, what's, right. what's allowed? Right, yeah. we don't know. And you want to. And here's the thing: it's the intent. I, in my belief, if your effort, if if the right mindset is there, if you're not, you know, I don't know. I think a lot, a lot of the anger that gets put on people mm -hmm. is a lot like they never take into account the intent of like, oh no, we were we we thought this was the right thing to do. This is where we right. we asked, you know, like we I mean, we did trying, the best of our yeah. ability. How was the luau? The luau was really cool. I love. I just right. was saying, I the 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 cultural parts that I did get to know, which were just like, 
great. Awesome. I like loved the whole vibe of the whole everything I saw. I just thought it was like really, really cool. Poi. Poi was okay. Poi. Okay. Not from that part. Spam. Not a hundred percent for me. What? Do you eat a lot of spam? Is that spam a thing there? Spam's a big thing there. Oh, I didn't know that. They put spam in everything. Did I had you... a lot of poke. Yeah, poke, <laughs> yes. good. Was the poke better there than here? That's yes. the one thing it's I always fresher. want. Well, fresher, it, but yeah. it, it, is it different but marginally? It's, also, it's hard to tell because you go to the touristy spots. Right. Which are like, you know what I mean? Like nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the... I didn't eat at a ton of local spots, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, is it because if you go to a nice restaurant anywhere... The, the fish is very fresh. Right. I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is the poke there worth getting on a flight? Like, I I would think the, the views, the culture, the beaches. I just think all of it. Like, you could the beaches are incredible. Like, you could have, it was great to have, like, a day, like, relaxing, and then a day going and doing something adventurous. Did you, So you stayed at the White Lotus Hotel. We, I stayed at that, ho, two, ho, two different hotels. Right. So yes. part of the trip yes. was at where the White Lotus yes. was taped. How was that hotel? Amazing. 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 Yes. Wor- worth the investment to be at that hotel. The Four Seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, listen, Not I, sponsored. Yeah. I am a, um, I, I always think hotel, I've, I've become more interested in the hotel game and yeah. I try to pick and choose my spots. Well, the Four Seasons is not part of any other um, corporation. Corporation. It's it just them. Four Seasons is one on its own yes. of a chain of any chains. Yeah. They, they have like a dossier on you if you've ever stayed there before, I think. The Four Seasons is like, like the people service are, is like supposed to be like a next it's, level. It's, I've stayed them. I've been lucky thing. enough to stay in them just via like I've opened for comics who have put me up there oh wow so i've spent like a week at one yeah and it was like whoa that's great like like but you know and i've also stayed you know this is this this podcast is quickly becoming unrelatable (laughs) i've stayed at a ritz it's you know it's the ritz but it ain't the four seasons and the other thing i thought was so interesting was that all the like the waiters at all the the restaurants that you go to, you know, the white waiters, not the Hawaiian waiters, <laughs> okay. are all, all have the same story. It's like I came here, um, right? I came here 25 years ago. I got off the plane and I was just like, I'm never going home. The, well, every waiter has the same story. <laughs> well, it's like uh, there's beach bum culture. There's people that do that with the mountains. There's people that do that with Hawaii. Right. I saw that a little bit in La Jolla in the San Diego area. I People do that, that with that right. place. People do it um, with uh, like mountains and beaches. Those are the two places where people go, fuck it. I'm moving off the right. grid. This is it. Done. I've got a taste. I I mean, I, w- I remember being in La Jolla where I did shows and it's La Jolla is probably one of the most wonderful places that I do stand up. Like I, I whenever I, I've been now twice, I think. And both times I'm like, I, I have that moment of like, just move, just do it. Just, and, and I remember I was there last time I was there, I was talking to a woman at the bar I was at and it's called the spot. It's in La Jolla. It's like a block from the beach. And they're like, we work it's called the spot. It's called the okay. spot. And um, they had recently bought it during COVID and the wife, she was like, yeah, we work 70% as much. That's just what it is. And she's like, and every day we look at the beach. Just, okay. she was like, we were on the East Coast. We, now we're on the West Coast. We work 70% as hard. That's great. And, and she was like, and we look at the beach and we have a wonderful life. And you're like, 
yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm right. It does make it. you think, right? Like, you know, obviously for the price that you pay for like a studio apartment in New York City uh. to live amongst the garbage in a very hot <laughs> now that now that it's heater season. Like I, you did a really funny thing on this last year. It's like now that it's like right. heater season where the building controls the heat, mm-hmm. and you're just like sweating in this small room for that's extremely expensive. And it, you're, it makes <laughs> no sense. No I mean, my dad the other day was like, "Why wouldn't you be in Boca right now?" Like he said that to me and I was like, weren't you in Boca last week? I was there last yeah, week, but yeah. I was like, after day yeah. three of rain, we've had three days in a yeah. row of rain here. It's gotten cold immediately. It's it, it, we like skipped fun fall season and went straight to misery town here yeah. in New York City. My dad was like, I don't even know what you're doing there. <laughs> like I was like, and I, and this is my dad, like who's like, you should be, you know, working and, you know, getting your shit together. You know, like this is a dad being like, right. get to the beach. What are you it. doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Who needs this life? Yeah, I'm going to Florida actually this weekend. My sister's getting married. Congratulations. Thank you. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale's great town. Fun. Love it. My brother lived there for a bit. What's the wedding going to be? Big, small? What are we talking here? I'm not really sure. I think small-ish, but all my, it's going to be interesting. All my siblings are going to be reunited. All of them. Yeah. And this will be the first time since your wedding? There's nine of us. All nine. Yes. Love it. You- um, I think the cops might come. We'll see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my my parents are also going to both be there. And oh, they really? Really hate each other. Yeah. So we'll see. Wonderful. Can't wait for the it's stories be from this one. Anxious, actually. <laughs> really? A little bit. Yeah. Do you get anxious when it's all of you? Is there is there a combination it- that works better than others? Like all nine. My parents not there is always works better. Um, and that's just like my sister. We were right. always fighting. My sisters and I too, but. You know what it, it's like going to a family reunion of mine is kind of like, did you watch the debates in 2016, like the presidential debates? Um, I did from China. Oh, you were in China. I was in China That's watching funny. them on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, and you know how they're just like chaos? Right. Like you're kind of like people are saying things that they like didn't even like you didn't even think they would be set like. Going, right. like I mean, the worst part, every like the worst part of everyone is sort of brought out. Right in this, it, it, there was the the one that I guess the famous one from 2016 was Trump literally like walking behind Hillary, yeah, in every shot just and the, just, yeah, yeah, low, yeah. just low blows right. after, after low blows from like both sides. The worst part parts of everyone just coming right to the surface. That's what it's like when my whole family gets together. But I was at your wedding. It wasn't like, it wasn't, maybe I, I missed that part. I think part. You, you, you missed the behind the scenes stuff. Damn yeah. it. I would have loved to have watched that. Well, I'll let you know if I, I'll send, but I'll send pictures. I've always thought I don't want to have nine kids, but I do want to have nine adult kids. Okay. Like I don't want to have nine babies, but I do want to have nine adult children. It feels like it's more fun. Like there's okay. more people to talk to. There's more like I have my brother and I, my mom and dad, like we all, but we're all very like close in a way right. where it's like easy to talk. Like I can talk to them in a way that I'd be like, you know, I hang up on my, you know, yeah. not that I hang up my mom, but I'd be like, <laughs> all right, goodbye, get, get out of here. You know, like it's not like a mom conversation at this point, but I do think that the dynamic of. It is it is fun now that we're older and we don't like share as many resources, definitely get along better. Right. But also it's just, um, uh, I think it's more, it's fun to marry into that. Mm. For, for Mike because also there's no no one because there's so many people no one really is like looking at you that much right no one cares about Mike right so he's yeah. gonna like he can come to this wedding and not be like 
so concerned with like having to like greet or like speak to oh, no, because he's there's so many and their wives and their kids it's just like he's he getting can the come show. in and come out right <laughs> he gets the he gets to watch the show this right. is a broadway performance no pressure on him none and and honestly out of nine someone's gonna be worse than him 100 percent. like i i've go, i've always tried to live by this motto you want to find a drunk pace car <laughs> when you go to a party you want to find someone drunker than you yeah. To get behind and just be right behind the drunk pace car because that's the person they're going to go, did you see blankety blank? So then Mike, always, there's always going to be someone crazier than Mike. No matter how, he would have to literally show up to this wedding, get naked, start crying on the floor yes. to be worse to be the than cra- 100%. Yeah, the worst be so case far scenario. behind that. And it's also <laughs> funny because sometimes you'll catch a glimpse of it. It's like him and then like, one of like my brother's wives, well, they'll see like a family, like dramatic meltdown thing happening. And you just kind of see the two of them look at each other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look what we've right. gotten into. Yeah. Like, like, it's just a look that you can sometimes catch of like them, them sort of observing us. <laughs> <laughs> You're yes. the zoo animal. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Watch yes. as, watch as the like- glorious Abrahams fend for one chicken wing left on the plate exactly right. and it's like how did we get here right. it's too late um but yeah I'm looking forward to the wedding so I'm, I'm happy for you in the wedding have fun I'm uh, I'm excited for you I you. uh I, I things here in New York have been stable we've been in touch a little bit yeah. you know we, we we've been texting as we do um I, if people are benefit subscribers the episode where I talked about great going, episode we had a good episode I talked about going on a a, a date every, every Monday. Monday. And I've kept to it. I'm except so proud for the holiday of you. last week. Uh, okay, that's, that's the, fair. But I did do a. That's a holiday. But I did do a date after that, so I, I got my one a week in. Okay. So, okay, you did. So you made you did a makeup. Day. I did a makeup. That's day. even more commitment. So, so if people, this is for the people. If you want to be subscribed, three bucks a month, uh, you can get the up. You can get the episode that we did, and then you can hear the update. It's coming. So how many Mondays has it been? I think it's been three. Okay. Right, we're coming up on that's good. But and then there's already a plan for Monday. Wow, and I've you're kept only to do, it. you're you're just doing one day and not any other day, like and no other days of the week, um, like one a week. I have been doing other days of the week. I okay. mean, I've met up, but I, I'm in the zone. And but Mondays you're not doing a show after, or you are doing a show. No show. Okay, so, that I think is the big the big point. Here's the thing to bring it kind of the topic of this podcast, like. When people talk, the one thing I've kind of come to realize is like this whole deal, the idea of a roster is just mm-hmm. not tenable. Okay. It can't, it doesn't work. A roster it, of Like what? the idea that like dating multiple people at once. Okay. Like I'm, I'm like doing that. You're dating one person. You're, you're saying you're, you're doing that or you're not doing that. I am doing that. Okay. I, I'm keeping in contact with multiple people right. and having these one Monday. You know, I, I hope this isn't being in rude. In case you're listening, yeah, right? you thought you were the only one. <laughs> well, I'm not, I, I don't think they believe. There's nothing I've said to make right. them believe no, I, that. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if this is rude. I, I don't think it is. It's um, not. I mean, there is the mystery, I'm sure, of going out with someone in right. your mind. You don't necessarily think. Just because like, just like when you're going out with a woman, I'm sure you're not thinking about all the other people that she's no, going out with. I, I mean, listen, if a woman was on here, everyone, woo, get it, girl. <laughs> you know, if, if a woman was on here being like, I got a Monday date every week with a new guy. Woo, you work it. Ow. When a guy says it, it's like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, 
go bunch of <laughs> you know, like it's it's totally different. And the same goes for when you travel. We have so many women right into this podcast. Should I change my location? Should I have my hot girl time in Nashville? If a guy changes his location for Nashville from New York, everyone's like, oh, we're just going to go to Nashville. Well, that's Drop the off the cum, huh? <laughs> that's because the power dynamic. Right. Is, I agree with it. Is off. I acknowledge it. I think that's fair. But I'm yeah. not. I'm saying I guess in New York City, the power dynamic is not as much as changing your location to Nashville. Fine. Because I, I would say you're not. <laughs> you're not just dropping into town, being like, "Oh, let me take advantage of some single women here," right? As opposed to my town. I am doing the, in New York City. Uh, each Monday, I've been out with someone different, um, and it's been. I, I'm realizing like this isn't a way to date. Is 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 the more I I, how, I don't know. How do it, you think the way to date is? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like one person and at a time. I don't know, but one person at a time isn't workable either. It's almost like you go on these one date and you go, and you have to go, yes or no, okay. after it's done. I I don't know. Maybe I it believe seems that like the answer is kind of always like no. It, it it seems that way, but then then you talk to someone about that and they go, no, you got to do a second. You had an okay. You had a good time. And that's the thing. None of them have been bad times. We're going to get it to it on those, uh, right. you up with benefits, but I. It seems like you have a relatively high bar for date two. I think I do. Which and, is and, not and, it's, bad. and it's not me going, they're not good enough. It's like, um, it's more about, I'm not feeling like the match in a way where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and a little of this goes to like the Logan Yuri like secretary thing where it's like, you're, you're like, okay, well. Right. If you date 100 people, you probably met the person at like 30. Right. Or something. And are you giving that person? And then, but then I go, in my mind, I'm saying the opposite of Logan. I'm going, I had I didn't come this far to come this far. Right. You don't want to cut your losses, right? Right. I don't want to be like, well. This one was fine. This is fine. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I disrupted my life in a way a couple of years ago. Well, that's, I think, why it gets harder to date as you get older. Because mm-hmm. you're like. Also, you know, like the bar, like, again, you've, you've waited this whole time. Right. You want to meet someone who you feel like was worth the wait. Right. But what does that even mean? What does that necessarily? mean? Necessarily. And who am I right. to say that? And who am I well, to put Well, to you. The, worth the wait to you. Right. right? And the, but who am I to put the pressure on it? It, it? it has been a little bit of a mind right. thing to think about. I do think, though, that sometimes you like someone more on the second date than you do on the first date. That's fair. I I mean, you're right. And that's the thing when it goes to, like, dating a bunch of people at once. You go, are you giving yourself the opportunity? Like, if you set up these Mondays, Mm -hmm. are you giving – and then you go away on a – like, I'm going to Milwaukee tomorrow. Right. I come back Monday afternoon. What's that? Glamorous. The glamorous Milwaukee. And if you came to the shows, thank you because we're already a week out now. But I – you know, I'm going to get back on Monday. I have something planned for Monday. Right. And you go, did I give the person from last Monday a chance because I'm now trying to fit them in on the other nights? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I now I got to do a Monday and a Tuesday. Now you're backed up. You get backed up. Okay. So, and this, again, I don't know if I sound like well, I'm you, bragging. Okay. I don't think well, I you do. Well, you went on three Monday dates in the right. past three weeks, right? Right. In your head, are there? are you like... Of the three, I know which one I would 
I would go on a second date. This with feels if like I had I'm on to. the Bachelor, you know. That, but that's kind of like guess the, the, what it is. Real life is the Bachelor, just no one knows it. Right. Like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I, I I almost haven't even put that much thought into that. Okay. You know what I mean? And like, you know, there's ones that I was like, we we just kind of stopped. Thank you, thank you, and then the texting went away. Well, are mo- are the dates like definitely no, definitely yes, or or is it rather like definitely no, maybe, or is it all maybe? They're all maybe. They're all maybe. Right. Okay. There's no. no there was like, there was and... one that I was like, I don't I don't see it going any. You know. Okay. Yeah. I. <sighs> so maybe for the ones that are like, maybe, maybe you should maybe you should do a one through ten scale. Right. As fucked up as that sounds. <laughs> It's like the, you know, the Friends episode where they you know, make the list. Like if that ever got found, you look like the biggest piece of you, shit. But we're do all it, doing yeah. that right. in our heads. Yeah. Like the idea that we're not. Like even today. I'm on, I could just imagine it's hard to compare. It's like, hard. And, it's, and, it, and, and then the problem with dating apps and the world we live in is like even today I opened up Hinge. And okay. there was one heart from someone that has matched with me. Literally, I think we've matched on this app 7,000 times. And I was like, are we going to do this again? Like, stop hitting it. Stop. And But now I'm to going. To you or to her in your mind? To her. Okay. Stop <laughs> harding me. I think she's fucking with me. And But we've never gone on a date. Okay. And I'm like, maybe I should just go. Like, at this well, point. Did you ask her on a date? We have gotten. This person has matched with me like 7,000. I To the point where I'm like, I've memor- I, know, I know the profile. Okay. Why don't you just ask her out then? I'm like, because in my mind, they're either perfect for me or out of control crazy. <laughs> because right? they, because they're not initiating? Well, they're, uh, no, because I'm like, at this point, we're, aren't you annoyed with me? Like, you're, annoyed the, with, you're annoyed with them. Well, the, right. the, and that this is the, the rom-com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, maybe, that's the, maybe that's how it goes, though. Right. And I'm like, but I'm like wondering, like, you, they've hearted me on this thing so many times that I go, aren't like... You must think know something that I don't. What do you mean? Like I uh, like they must feel that we're a match. <laughs> like they are must, you are you not hearting them as well? I receiving like that? it does. Okay. I've accepted the heart a couple times, <laughs> and then I've deleted, and now a new heart comes in from them. Okay, I think you should just go out. I think this is part of the Monday plan. I think yeah. they've got to be Monday. Ask her if she's free on Monday. <laughs> you free on Monday? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can I talk about some shows? Yeah, of other course. days of the Before week. I, I'm gonna be on. I'm on the road, people. Um, December eighth. The link should be out by now. Is it out? It's not out now, but okay. it should be out by now. Yes, as, we're doing uh, a show. We're doing a show. I mean, Jared is performing. I'm not. You're, but <laughs> we're taping a special. Yes. Gramercy Theater, December eighth. Uh, we are partnering to very, produce. Very, very excited ver- about this. Everyone's pumped. It's gonna be the event of the season. The event of the season. What season is it? Well, late I, fall, I, early like, winter. Yeah, I would say w- Cuff, winter-ish. We should call, you should call it the cuffing season special. Cuffing That's season is that when special. Is that when it starts? Uh, I would say December eighth is yeah. when it starts. It's cold enough. Okay. Um, it'll probably be out. We'll have it like edited and done first quarter of twenty twenty three. Q one, as the finance people say. Yes. Um, yeah. So December eighth, we want to fill it up. I'm, I, you know, it might even be sold out by now. You might be too late. You might. Be too late. I think it's definitely going to sell out immediately. So you guys can check. We'll see if it's sold out. If it's not, I'll and be there. 
Jordan will be in the, the audience. That's right. And listen, I'm in the I'm in the shop tinkering. I'm on the road working on this special, getting the material ready. I'm going to be in Mohegan Sun this weekend. Mohegan Sun, Connecticut people, come on out. Ledyard. Who? Mohegan Sun's the casino. If you just say the casino and you don't. If, if you're listening going, what's Mohegan Sun? Then you don't live near it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You then don't you don't know. know. Um, I'm going to be in Magoobies. And Magoobies. T- that's right. Baltimore. Richmond, Virginia. Boston. There's still tickets left for the second show that was added. So get those tickies. And Miami, Florida. Doing Thanksgiving, cut the turkey with oh, your wow. dear old Uncle J train. And yeah, Miami for Thanksgiving. I'm and excited. you're going home. Going home. Wow. Boca to Miami. I'll be dr- commuting That's to every the show. Life. So you never looked back. No, JaredFree.com, and also we're on YouTube. If you're watching, hello YouTube land. Yes. We love to have you. Keep subscribe to the YouTube channel, and and if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, let us know the parts you liked. Yeah, the comments are great. I've been. I've been having new things to read now. I'm <laughs> reading the comments, right? Um, checking the, I'm checking the subscribers. You know, I, Love I, it. I it sound like I have a serious OCD, but <laughs> <laughs> check it out. Rate, review, subscribe. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast 15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What are we talking about today, Jordana? We're talking about, do guys care less once it's official? Ah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're done. You think? Yeah, you know, this is the, this is the reason guys don't. I feel like they care less once they sleep with you. Yeah, but this and is then, like the second verse. You know, like, I think you settle in. Yeah. But I think everyone, everyone settles in. Everyone cares less, I think, eventually. Right. But I, I would I would, I would, would argue there's nothing to be flaunted. And I've said this on this podcast before. When you, yay, I'm in a relationship. Right. Like, it's not. The fun and games, are, your life is done. <laughs> No. How are those Monday dates going for you? <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun on Monday dates. I got stories to tell. I got, you know, there's an element. Right, there's an element of like, you know, listen, 
I, I don't mind going pumpkin picking, but I'm not like aspiring to a pumpkin patch. Okay. There's some people out there, and I'm putting this a little bit on the other side here, on the female side of things, and not to generalize, but like, I want the I want the pictures. I want the relationship. I want the the cuddly time. I want the dates. I want yeah, the, this is what we've been working towards. Right. And and you know, I'd like those things. Okay. But I'm also not like, oh, once I get that relationship, I'm gonna be in Apple Ciderville. Like I you know, like it's a different I guess. Unless you're going in really pumped about it. Right? <clears throat> but I you I think you can go in pumped and you're not like you just, I don't think there's a lot of like things on the list for a lot of guys once I get in a relationship. That you're like, that are very exciting. Right. Where I'm like, oh, get when a I wedding get, date. I, I, you're right. I, when I get in a relationship, I can't wait to be able to do this with a girlfriend. I can't wait to do this with a girlfriend. I can't wait to do this. And this sounds bad, but like, it's just like, yeah, I'll go pumpkin picking. Well, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I can't wait to stop paying for every date. Right. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. <laughs> Well, I just think like you get to a relationship and you're like, all right, we're here. And okay. you're not like, you don't have a list of relationshipy things you've been waiting to do with your new girlfriend. And right. it seems as though that when you get in a relationship, sometimes it's like there's an excitement from like the excitement from the female end is like, finally, we're done with the yeah. will they, won't they. We're out of that. Yeah. Now let's. I'm secure. Now you're right. Yeah, now I can secure. be my true self. Yes. <laughs> right? It's time. But now he gets to fucking chill out and be his true self too. And his true self is a little bit lazier, a little bit, eh, whatever, a little bit, let's just sit and watch well, Netflix. I have to say, that's the beauty of the phase of, of being in a relationship, right? Because you're not married that person so now you right. get to find out who each other really are this isn't like that's the beauty of being a lot everyone talks about all the issues with dating in 2022 right one of the best parts about dating in an age where you can date someone for a while before marrying them is that you get to find out who they are that's the well this is the point and i don't think a, some people take the boyfriend girlfriend title exchange as the end Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, that I'd say you'd be fooling yourself. Yeah, that's just level two. Right. <laughs> right. And it's a long life to lead. It's a long life to live. There's the move in that comes up and all these other things come up, you know, and relationship is a train that goes one way. And each stop of the station, you're just trying to get to the next thing and you want to make sure that they, you want to do the next thing with them. But some people forget do I want to do the next thing with them? They're just like, no, this is the train. We go. Right. Well, it's harder to get, it's harder, harder to get off, opt out. Again, it's, you've already, now you're, now you're in an opt out situation. Right. Cause you're in. Yeah. And you got to opt out. I mean, like, we'll read, let's read this email. It's like the organ donor thing. Right. All right. Hey, Jared and Joanna, huge fan of the podcast. I love being a subscriber and listening, listening to the episodes early. You can be a subscriber too. On Apple or Spotify. Right. Apple, the button's right on the page where you subscribe to the uh, podcast. You are on Spotify. You have to search you up with benefits. And then three bucks a month, no ads, um, Two bonus early, episodes. It's two the best deal ad, yeah. you'll ever find anywhere in We're your life. giving ever. it away. Yeah. Getting to it. I'm in a fairly <laughs> new relationship with a guy I met on Hinge. We're both in our early 30s and have had a few serious relationships. 
I have had a few serious relationships each, so it's not our first rodeo. When we first started talking and dating, I could tell he was putting in time, energy, and effort into getting to know me, but not in a desperate way. (laughs) (laughs) Not too desperate. Uh, He was more responsive with texting, actively planned some of our dates, and I felt generally more paid attention to. Meanwhile, in the early stages of dating, I'm more reserved with my affection because I don't go all in until I feel like the connection is worth it and the relationship has legs. This is the age-old tale. Yes, tales old as time. Tales old as time. Guy playing that game. The guy hunting, caveman, doing trying the dance. to get that woolly mammoth. Yeah, she's sitting there. Ooh, I don't know. Don't want to get hurt. Now he has captured. Yes, the woolly. Now we can all be ourselves. <laughs> right. Now, in a few months in, we've switched. I'm putting in. He did the old bait and switch. There it is. I'm putting in more effort because I do believe I found someone to build a great relationship with. However, his effort has dropped off. He ignores some of my texts. I know I'm not overdoing it. I'm not a big texter and doesn't plan any dates. He doesn't seem interested in getting to know me more as he has stopped asking me questions. We've only known each other a few months, so there's no way we know everything about each other. (laughs) He was the one who was pushing for a relationship early on, too, so I just don't get it. I'm trying to not keep the score, and I've been in... in therapy working on this for years, but it's hard to feel excited about showing up for my new relationship when he's not, when he's not as much. So my question to you, do guys just pull out all the stops then stop caring once they've locked you down? Should I just expect less and put in less effort to match his energy? I know talking to him about it is an option. How can I bring it up in a way that's not nagging? Uh, thanks for solving dating every week. A baffled batch. I, well, let me start with one of the things you wrote. Um, should I just expect less and put in less effort to match his energy? No. That's a that's a game you don't want to get into. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You'll just be you'll be annoyed even more because it'll <laughs> be you annoying. just staring at him, doing nothing, wishing you were doing something, and right. him being like, "This is great." Plus, the whole point of being in a relationship is that you don't have to play the games anymore. Right, and that's, that's a game. It's a real thing. That's a full game because it's like, well, I'm gonna withhold until you start to notice me. Right. And now it's two people that don't talk to each other. Right. Yeah. I And then the other thing she wrote, I'm trying not to keep scoring. And I've been in therapy working on this for years. So we have to acknowledge that her problem she's coming to us with is something that she's dealt with in therapy for years. So right. like, it's almost like, give me a different answer <laughs> to tell me I'm right. I'm not a professional. You're not a professional. We're, we're just talking. When I hear that. I don't even think she had to write that mm-hmm. because I don't think this is a scorekeeping thing to me. I think it's not. But I also think that when you when you play games in the early relationship, which it kind of sounds like she right. was doing and then it worked. So it works, quote unquote. Got her to boyfriend land. Yeah, yeah, sure. But then again, then you're doing that and the person doesn't actually know who you are. She's like, OK, now I feel secure. Now I'm going to be my real self. Now I'm right. going to be more open. So it's like you think that like you've played the game, but in reality, the person's just getting to know a person that's not you. Right. I, I guess I never thought of it that way where she she played this whole nonchalant thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I act removed. I don't do much. Let him come to me. Yeah. And then he comes to you and he's like, got her. And he's like, good thing she doesn't need much. <laughs> right? Like, that's what got yeah, him Yeah, why would he think that? Why would he think that's uh, something you're interested in? She's right. never been, She's like she said, she's never been, She's uh, she hasn't gone all in. Right, so. Reserved with her affection. Right, so he's like, okay, she only gives so much. I've gotten here, I did my work, and now I'm done. Right. I, I actually thought 
that I think an interesting part of like a lot of the emails we get in, in the kind of is written here is this like inability to be like I wrote it's like I wrote it's okay to be turned off if being turned off is and it's okay to be turned off in a relationship and talk about that yeah. turned off doesn't mean relationship over mm-hmm. and she mentions the scorekeeping I'm like I don't think you have to do the scorekeeping thing I think you do have to go hey I'm annoyed like yeah. we haven't done anything like what's going on you didn't answer my task what the fuck and if that's the re and and relationships are negotiations if you're negotiating with nobody then you're not in a relationship and you're probably going to end it yeah and I think that like that ex- like what you said is exactly right if you're in a real relationship you have to say when something annoys you right fights are a part of a good relationship yes. and I think she's avoiding all fights Right, because like, she doesn't want to seem like she cares too much. Right, you do care. Yeah. It's okay to, ca- yeah. to care. Like, and if someone's like, "Why you care?" You know, and right. won't see your side of things, they're not in a relationship with you, and it's time that you guys aren't the match. But like, there's this weird thing of like, I'm gonna avoid all confrontation because confrontation means bad. My parents, all they do is scream at each other. They're deeply in love. They're deep. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> who, know. Who am I to say? <laughs> Probably. But when they're screaming yeah. at each other, I know they're talking. Yeah. Right. I that mean, it's is better than people who just quietly build up resentments towards each other and never actually say anything. That's literally one of the options she presents right. is that why don't we just say nothing about this? Yeah. Well, I think that's again, that's the issue to me with like all of these supposedly like female directed things about like the rules mm. and like having, you know, they're really just manipulation tactics to get the other person to like manipulate the other person into feeling like they're more attracted to you than they necessarily are by right. you withholding. And then what, but once you get into a relationship, what do you have? Right. You have someone who's like under a spell. <laughs> right, right. You don't even have like a real thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think those are great tactics to get someone to commit to you. I think they work actually, right. but like, what are you getting? Right. I, I, I kept thinking of her, like the, the one specific example, she goes, not answering texts, ignoring my texts. Ignoring is different than not answering. The way she described it as ignoring. Mm-hmm. Like you've put something on that that maybe not even be there. Right. Like, so I would want for my partner to have that answer. Hey, I was ignoring you would be an answer I would expect from my partner that I'm communicating with. You would expect them to tell you they're ignoring you. If I wrote to them, where have you been all day? Yeah. And then the, nothing came back. And then I wrote back, still haven't heard from you. <laughs> and then nothing came back. And I'd be like, hello, are we going out tonight? Ping. I, uh, ping. <laughs> right. <from> ping. <laughs> right. Ping. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Uh, I'll sometimes write out ping. Yeah, right. Someone doesn't it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a very specific year of my life where ping came into play. Blackberry. Blackberry, Blackberry you're Black, right. The, the, it's funny, Blackberries were in the moment I got to college and then yeah. they were out immediately when I graduated. So That's it's so for funny. me, it's such a exact An moment era. in time. Yeah, it's like <laughs> completely associated with college. Right. But for those of you uh, who didn't have Blackberries I mean, of a certain generation. You children. Yes, the ping, the ping was sent... Um, when someone wasn't answering you, it would like, it would like make your phone vibrate or something. It would would literally ping you. And, but then people would start writing out ping. Yes. And it was a very business speak type of text or email. Ping them. I'll ping them. Yeah. 
Right. And it became a verb. Yeah, it's a whole, there's a ping history to go over, much yeah. like the state of Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> You know, you're in a real relationship when you can when you can verbally ping someone. But this is the point is like I in my mind, if I am with someone, I would never feel weird hashing that out. Right. And if they wrote back after my seven texts, hey, I've been in a meeting. I was ignoring you because I had a fucking meeting today. Cut the shit. I'll talk to you when I'm home. I would go, okay. <laughs> like, and I think that goes both ways. I, and I would be like, is there anything wrong? And I'd be like, no, I was just bored. Right. And I would expect the same communication back. Is there anything, like if I, if I had all the text, bang, where are you? What's yeah. going on? I would write back, is everything okay? And they'd be like, no, I was just bored and you weren't answering. I'd be like, all right, well. Now you have an answer. Now you're, I'm here. Yeah. You know, and, but if your relationship ends because of a ping, it was not a good footing to begin with. That should be the title. Right. <laughs> of this episode. The relationship ends because of a thing. It was never meant to be. It was never meant to yeah. be. So I think the way to, so she says, how do I talk to him? How do I bring it up in a way that's not nagging? She should wait. She should do it in response to the, to the lack of text. Or Nagging is, is coming up over and over again without making a change. If someone was like, you never get back, you, you didn't get back to my text today. I'd be like, I was in meetings all day. Uh, what's up? And they were like, nothing. And then it was like every single day was like, why didn't you get back to well, me? Why didn't you get back to me? I'd be like, I, at that point I would go, well, why don't you make a fucking change? Like, you don't like it here. This is, this is so who I am. you want them to break up with you. Or well, she's I, saying, well, she's saying I'm comfortable. To, she's saying he used to answer her text. Yeah, because he used to, right. wasn't sure if she'd bang him or not. Right. So, so now, now, so now saying, he's how sure. Does she, but how does she, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to say, you're, uh, he's been, oh, I've been busy. But really, it's that he doesn't care as much. Right. So how do you well, how do you suss that out without seeming like a lunatic? Here's the thing. You go, I well, this behavior turns me off. I'm annoyed. And they either make a change or they don't. Right. If they care, they make a change. Right. right. Otherwise, they've gotten to know who you are. You're someone who likes to have their texts answered. Right. <laughs> and they don't like you. Right. And they shouldn't have been dating you in the first place. Right. And that's well, going to come out eventually anyway. I think that's a good way to put it. What you just said. I'm someone who likes having my texts answered. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like you, you the thing about me. You can't yeah. say that about everything. You can't do I. You can't do that for everything. Right. But you have to say the thing. If something is bothering you so much, you have to say to them, I, there's a John Madden quote. I don't know if I've mentioned it here, I, I, and I heard it recently because John Madden just recently passed away, and he was a, a football coach who also did announcing, and he was like, I think his thing is, and it was in one of the documentaries about his life that had recently come out, where he's like, he's like, I got three rules. He's like, there's three rules. Okay. No more than that. Because I don't, uh, right. you, you can remember three rules. Yeah. Well, that's like what we said about your, I, 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 I think the, th the three is a great, thing to have just three, three is rules. the magic number yeah, yeah that. three rules th three things about yourself that you insist on i like my text getting in i like a text i like people not to be late right okay. something whatever one more thing and then we also said that with uh your preferences right right and and with your preferences were three you, superficial preferences you get three super, right. for going on it for going on a date with someone right yes. so you get three superficial preferences you get three things to go 
I like when this happens. I like when this happens. I like when this happens. And then you go, the fourth thing you go, maybe I'm being a little much. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's me. Right, because I, I, like, I, I just know when I'm in a relationship and someone says to me, and, and I, you know, you can remember, oh, this one thing. I've been out with so many of my friends, married friends. Uh, no, she hates it when this happens. You yeah. Know? Like, and it, it, I think that's okay. That's something, you know, you, you can't, we're not speedboats. We're cruise ships. You can't change someone on a dime. You can't make someone turn 160 degrees. Totally. But you can say to someone, hey, this is like one thing that like it really irks me. Yeah. And I think that's totally fair. Um, and I think that if you don't say it, then again, they're just pretending to be someone that you're not. Do you have something that you've told Mike? You're like this one thing you got to Like, I can't have this. And it might not be something he does. Like it, it could just be this is the one thing I don't care who it is. Right. Um, there's definitely things. I don't know why it's it's so hard to pinpoint in the moment. Let me think about it. there's things about like him. I mean, I've been in relationships where I'm like yeah. the one thing you have to uh, you have to do with me right. is see where I'm coming from. Okay. I'm gonna say things that are wrong and stupid. All the time. This podcast is a perfect example of that. I do it every week. I say stupid, horrible things. But I'm... I'd Sorry, ha- I for this show. Right. <laughs> Listen to the U Up podcast. Say stupid, horrible things. Diarrhea comes out of my mouth every week. I. But I'm saying, understand where the diarrhea is coming from. Right. Well, they say also... <laughs> I don't want to understand... They say that the best relationships are ones where you can anticipate how someone's going to react to something mm. like before you do it. That's when you really like it. That's like a smoothly running relationship. This is a perfect. I, yeah, this yeah. is what we're talking about. Right. right. So with my I'm going to think of a more superficial example. Mike, Please. he like really enjoys football Sundays in the fall. There you go. He was very into it. And I know that if I make a plan on a Sunday without telling him and then I tell him about after and he's committed to that plan. He's going to be really in it. He's going to be really annoyed. Right. So I don't do that. There you <laughs> go. About there you go. But that's a perfect example. Right. That's a, that's to me, that's un, uh, not even too superficial. That's respect of his time. Yeah. And, and, and what he likes and enjoys. So if someone says like, Hey, when you don't make a plan, like I've had been in relationships where, Hey, you, when you don't make a date with me, it like really annoys me. All right. Well now in my head, let me start. Uh, right, if you that, care, that's a part of my then schedule. you opt into yeah, doing right. that thing, right? It's right. like the cards. It's the cards. It's the thing that I... Here's the, the, the cards is the perfect <laughs> yes. example. That's, uh, Mike knows, you know, maybe the first card wasn't right. great. Right, every birthday he's better, he better have a card. Right, the card <laughs> better come, thoughtful. and there better be a note. And it better be thoughtful. Yeah, he Not doesn't want to write the note. No. Not just <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I, I think that's perfectly yeah. reasonable. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. UUP at Betches.com. We we read every email. Maddie's up late at night. Bye, folks. Unless... I'm sure, unless they're absurdly long. Right. I, I mean, when I used to when I used to do these, sometimes like, you would open one and it'd be like the tiniest font and it'd be like paragraphs and power. And I'd be like, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did you the favor of having a place to write this. <laughs> <laughs> awkward sex. Dear J&J, so happy I found the podcast. I always love hearing your takes on all things dating. I have an awkward sex story for you that feels like a good one to round out the summer. All right, we are in full rainy season here in New York City. I was recently visiting a friend in Rome just for a long weekend. For no con, for context, I'm American, but I live in Barcelona. 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 So this isn't that difficult to do, lol. My friend was having a house party, so naturally she invited me to join, and I did. As I, as soon as I walked in, one of the guys at the party really zeroed in on me, which was very obvious to everyone except me, apparently. I'm notoriously oblivious in these situations. That's just me. Right. <laughs> Don't even know when I'm being hit on. Oh, man wants to fuck me? <laughs> Who, me? The ugly duckling at everybody? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm notoriously oblivious in these situations. Anyways, he was chatting with me all night, and I came to find out later that everyone at the party was scheming to get us hooked up the whole time. I hope the party wasn't that lame. Right. <laughs> they were like... 
Right. I actually yeah. The whole, this, they spent the whole night scheming about to get to, two people to hook up. What about me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. I hate this is such a high school. This feels like the theater kids party. Yeah. Oh, we got to get those two together. It's like, yeah, someone, I want to fuck too. Someone needs to have sex tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, I hated when people do that. <gasps> we got to get Johnny and Samantha together. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Why is everyone looking out for these two? <laughs> um, Spin the bottle. They were scheming to get us to hook up the whole time, playing romantic music for us to, to dance to, sneakily pulling away anyone who tried to jump into our conversations. Yeah, that'd be me. I'd be trying to pull, be like, talk to the girl. And so I'd be like, no, Jared, come this way. I'd be like, I'm trying to fuck her. <laughs> no, we have a better, we have a better looking guy. <laughs> so at one point in our conversation, I asked him what his favorite lesser known spots in Rome were since he was from there. As the party wound down, he offered to take me around in his car to show me some of the places he mentioned. Me wanting to have a fun main character Lizzie McGuire moment agreed. After making out for a good while at Lookout Point. What? Every single thing is pointing to high school in this. Right. Lizzie McGuire, Lookout Point. There's a Lookout Point in Rome? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, this feels very uh, Mayberry. We went back to his place and hooked up. The next morning, I left his place and had the walk of shamiest walk of shame I think I've ever had. With my phone on 2% battery and my bra sticking out from my tiny purse. Trying to find my way to my Airbnb from the middle of nowhere, Rome. While Italian Nonas looked me up and down on their way to mass. Cursing America's under, Americans under their breath. This is where it gets interesting. I just like the idea of like her down this cobblestone road. Little Italian women like, you was a whore, <laughs> American slob, ah, oh, gabagoo. That was, that was my entire abroad experience. experience that was so, it? Right. <laughs> get out of here with your sloppy pussy. Like, what? Why is she assuming this? Uh, do this you, walk, do you have experience in, in these chants? I'm I'm the grandma <laughs> that dressed. Your, that in, was your abroad experience. Yeah, that was mine. I'm the one out the window. After I got pushed away from talking to the woman at the house party, yeah. I went and put on a grandma wig and a bush bushka. Get the fuck out of here! You sucked the, the wrong dick. Now I shall shame you through these streets of Rome. Parmesan. <laughs> I think the the Italians are gonna be more mad at us than the Hawaiians right, in this episode. Yeah. Probably. We're really <laughs> narrowing the our audience down. More well, I'm it. just saying she paints quite a picture here. Yes. I carried on with my Roman holiday, not thinking much of what happened with this guy. Then things started to feel incorrect down there. Lo and behold, a full 24 hours after these events, I pulled an entire condom out of my vagina. What? Wow. <laughs> and I had to learn how to ask for the morning after pill in Italian. Lizzie McGuire did not prepare me for this. Sincerely, not the souvenir I had in mind. Um, 24 hours. Yeah. This guy really pushed it up there. I mean, that is. I've heard of this happening to many people, but I've never actually had it happening. I, how long does it usually take to come out? I, I, I guess you wouldn't. Know. I would. How would I know? Out of my <laughs> asshole? I don't know. <laughs> it always comes. Anything you put in there always comes out, though. It always comes out. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, you, you can get it. Nobody does the clown it. pulling. 
Nobody's pulling condoms out of their mouth like a clown. <laughs> oh, I guess my vagina. I guess it went all the way through. Oh my god. I, I wish she was on that same cobblestone street. Twenty four hours later, she's got like a baguette. She's walking through. Hi, pops say, out. Yeah, same Nona's out the window. Oh, Rivederci. And then she's like, oh, and then they're like, ah, oh, you whore! I told you. <laughs> Sounds like you've written a very specific kind of porn. Very. <laughs> Gabagool! And what are, what are we naming it? Um, Maddie had some good ones. The Trojan Horse. This is what dreams are made of. <laughs> the Roman Runaway Rubber. Did you have one? I had... Plan B. Plan B. Plan B. Mm -hmm. What do you have? I had... The walk of whoa, what the fuck is a dat and a, a, a pussy? <laughs> Hold on, I wrote it with an accent. Whoa, the walk of it. whoa, what the fuck is that and a pussy? There we go. Is that better? I think so. The walk of shamo. Shamo. Prosciutto okay. in my pussy. <laughs> Why is it prosciutto? I don't know, because prosciutto has kind of the look of a vagina, or a condom that's been, you know, crumpled up. Like a used condom. Smushed together has a prosciutto. Okay, I'm gonna think about that, that next time I I have prosciutto at the at the Marinelli Christmas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Judging excited. their tree yes. while eating the Capricol. <laughs> this reminds me of an email I read on the UAP podcast. podcast. I mean, I'll I'll read it to them. Sure Red flag or deal breaker, guy. I don't know how this works I for you. I think that it would. I mean, I assume it's not on purpose. If I was with a woman and she was like, oh my God, you're not going to believe me. This is a condom in me from the last night. I'd be like, I, I what else is in there? I'd be like, let's, let's wait a week. <laughs> you go take care of you. I don't know. I, I can understand how this happens. Yeah. I think yeah. that like, uh, I would imagine it's on no fault on either side. Oh no. Yeah. No, I'm not placing blame. I, <laughs> I do understand that Roman guy really did not, you know, if I'm him, though, isn't he going, didn't I put a condom on? Right. Maybe they were, <laughs> I guess if you're, I guess if you're drinking, maybe you're kind of right. like, it's just on the floor or something. Sure. Assume. I pulled out and it, yeah. it went somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I listen, you I am found condom. A condom. You found a condom in any weird places? Used condom? Oh, there's, there was, I mean, I'm a, a, an admitted disgusting. Yes. I've had like a condom. <laughs> like I have a whole stash of them under my mattress. Well, under my bed, there was like one. Okay. And it was like, you know, like it's, used condom is always jarred. How long was it there? I, there's no, no, no one, one, no one could know. <laughs> there's no way to, I didn't do a CSI check on it. <laughs> it's just jarring. Condoms are just jarring a look when they're not. On a penis, fun. Sure. On a, a coat. yeah, like on a hard penis, a condom looks correct. Yes. On a soft penis, not it, cute. Sad. Yes. Disheveled. Under the bed. Horrible. Horrified. Days of yore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little 
baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. All right, should we do another email? Let's do another email. Okay. Hey, J&J, love the pod. I recently got hooked three months ago when I started travel nursing. Travel nursing. We have a travel nurse community that listens to this podcast. I don't know what we did. I don't know what magazines we're promoting this in. Maybe it's my knowledge of condoms. Travel nurse weekly. That's just, I mean, I've never met a travel nurse or have heard of anyone being one. Right. So I think this is like our sixth or seventh email with a travel nurse. They must have a lot of spare time. Well, okay. also, they're, you know what they're it is? The they're go. alone. And they're on the go. Yeah, in a new town. Yeah, they're commuting. We're yeah. the podcast for the loneliness. Travel, Lonelies. Yeah, the travel nurse industry. <laughs> We've got to get into that uh, magazine. Start right, we got to make some merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recently got up three months ago when I started travel nursing and would drive back home every two weeks, six-hour trip to listen to you guys for hours. There you go. Yeah, right. You guys are so entertaining. Sometimes I'll listen to an episode on my runs. You're just that motivating. Wow. Love it. My question is, is it weird to keep tabs on your exes? My high school boyfriend and college boyfriend dated each for two years. They are both totally off the grid. No Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or any sort of internet footprint. And it's not just me who noticed. Our friend group from high school and college respectively would joke that they fell off the grid. I mean, that's what you just literally said. (laughs) I'm not sure what it is with me dating guys who want to disappear from existence. But seriously, nobody I know has tabs on these guys. Even their best friends say that their numbers are disconnected when when they try to text them. That's bizarre. That's weird. Who's, I mean, these I would are, look at her and I'd be like, what did you do with them? Well, the the, the, there's there? like, you know, everyone's weird but me. Yeah. There's uh, but two people to disconnect their numbers and have other people that are their friends, their best, best friends. Right. I only know this because soon after these men stopped communicating with people, their friends texted me asking if I had heard anything. I'm from a pretty small community at, ho- uh, at home and went to a small college, so I feel like I can confirm that they're both at least alive. Otherwise, my small communities would have definitely heard about it. And anything, and if anything, everyone's just very focused as to where they are. Is there like a search going on? Very confused as to where they are. I've, oh, yeah, but confused as to where they are. I've... Been in a committed relationship for six years now, so I'm not keeping tabs to rekindle any romance. Also, any other long-term exes I've had, I've completely forgotten about. My issue is that for some reason, I can't get my mind off of these ghosts of a boyfriend. I swear I try to look them up like every few months and have always found absolutely nothing. It's obsessive and weird and I don't like it. I feel like because I never got true closure on them, like never seeing where they ended up after we broke up, it's making me sort of obsess over where they are now. The need for closure is complicated. The high school boyfriend post-breakup would still contact me because obviously we were close and he was going through a hard time with his dad dying, uh, failing out of school and losing his D1 scholarship as a result. I definitely felt an emotional burden, especially as an 18-year-old trying to start a new life away from home. 
The college boyfriend also got complicated because shortly after breaking up, he would try to get back with me so much that he actually drove three hours to my college town to visit me without warning multiple times, may I add. I feel like the post-breakup drama for each boy plus the complete radio silence after is traumatizing me into my late 20s. Why am I doing this and how do I stop? I feel bad because my current boyfriend doesn't deserve a girlfriend who's obsessing over her exes like this, even though it's not romantic. It's been over a decade. I can't tell if it's a relationship trauma or me just being the crazy ex-girlfriend. Any thoughts would be appreciated. Love you both. A betch stuck in the past. This email didn't annoy me until it did. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? There's something a little weird about it. I mean, yeah, two, both guys having no internet presence whatsoever is, is extreme and weird. Yeah. And the changing their number and changing the number. It's a weird pattern. Yeah. That's going on. Um, I, I understand where you go, well, what's wrong with her? I'm not even going to go that far. Let's say these two extreme happen, things happen to her, which is a possibility. Like these are just two people. She annoys me when then she makes their getting over a relationship and their decisions about her. Like she thinks it's, she thinks that they've disconnected their phone she says I didn't her. get closure because she can't watch their lives. Right. Right. And that's not closure. Closure was breaking up with you or you ending it with them. It's over. And the idea that they owe you some sort of internet presence to, and, and you know. Well, I think she's saying that she realizes it, that it's not, that she's not in the right here. I, I know she realizes it, but then after she says, I realize I don't like, she says, I don't like it about myself that I'm doing this and I'm looking for this. But then she uses the word closure. Then she says, the, then she starts to blame the way they broke up for her still holding on to this. Like, right. because she has, and, and she uses the word trauma, which I'm going to disagree with her that this doesn't seem very traumatic. I understand it may be, you know, a, a moment in your life for you, but that's a very strong word to use for a high school breakup where the guy, you know, doesn't talk to you anymore. Yeah. I mean, especially and, the college one where it's like he would try to get back with her and he drove three hours to her college town to visit her. And I, I'm not, I'm not, that? I'm not advocating for unannounced visits to people's yeah. colleges. I don't think that's the right thing to go, but it, it seems as though when a woman acts you know, a little bit emotional after a breakup that she goes, oh, I was just uh, from the breakup. And then a guy, which I understand he, you know, physically he could, you know, hurt you and all these things. But like the idea that this guy has disappeared since this breakup, you know, like he had a moment after a breakup that he probably wouldn't feel good about and would look back on negatively. And instead of him being like, oh, I was just being crazy after this breakup. I was so emotional. It's, He's traumatized me and didn't give me the closure I needed. Right. If anything, these guys seem traumatized. For me, the act of changing your phone number right. to me implies that you really want to get away from your past. Right. Like you have a very negative connotation with your past. You're either like ashamed of it or you don't want you trying to cut ties with it. Right. So to me, that points to both of them being more traumatized by whatever situation happened, either with you or with something else. Right. And I would not take that. Uh, personally personally like, I don't know if that's what she's doing or like I guess she's she's saying she's saying she's obsessing over it and she knows that it's bad that she's obsessing over it she and know, I, she, I agree she, uh, to give her empathy yeah. she does she did write that right and I, I agree I, I hear that it's just to me it, it comes off like like let them go like yeah. they don't owe you this afterlife that 
you get from other, and just because you get it from other people these days, you do get the Instagram stories that you can always kind of like go check in on. You can Google most people. Oh, what are they up to? You can go on Facebook. Oh, look, at they got a family. Right. I, I, uh, people, other people aren't living their lives to comfort you. Yeah, I think like, it's almost like the fact that these guys are have changed their numbers or don't have social media or off the grid is like besides the point. Mm. Like, let's say we take that all out of the equation. Right. And she's like, I can't, let's say we change this to, I can't stop stalking my exes. Right. Yeah. How do I do that? Which I think is the more normal, relatable for, for sure. question. Um, and I would say one, I think it's normal to, to occasionally check an ex's uh profile or to see what they're doing I think i'm that, doing it you're doing yes. it we're all doing it yes. yes definitely have done it still do it it's curiosity yeah. it's someone that used to be a very large part of your life now they're completely not in your life anymore you're at the curiosity at a bare minimum curiosity which is probably the most benign version of it mm -hmm. is completely natural and you have the tool you know, yeah. other generations, you're, you know, you right. maybe your parents can't relate you to, to run it. Into them. Right. I remember, I'll, I remember vividly my being with my family getting ice cream after dinner. And my dad ran to someone in the ice cream shop. Then we go to the car and he goes, and my mom goes, he dated that woman. Oh my God. He dated that. And I'm going, oh my God. Right. It's like, like such a huge moment for them. That's the only glimpse they would get. Right. And nowadays it's like, yeah, just of course, give me I, know the name. Every, I know everything about <laughs> yeah, you. I know right. I see your kids. Right. Every, I see your kids every, you know what I mean? Every right. Few, you can see the life, yeah. maybe a version of what you may have had. And right. some of that's comforting. Some of that is comforting. It's funny that she's upset that she doesn't have it. Right. And that's what mm -hmm. I, that's kind of what I meant before. It's like, yeah. you're, she's a, a, a little bit blaming them mm -hmm. because she doesn't get the, because people think looking at an ex is always hurtful. No, sometimes it's comforting. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to know, oh shit, I didn't want to live in fucking New Jersey. <laughs> you know, like sometimes yeah. it is like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness I didn't go down that road. Or sometimes it's that wasn't the road for me. And and you almost want the like she says she's in a six year relationship. It's not romantic. She wants to be assured that like these people are doing maybe a life that she doesn't want or did want. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what she's looking I for. She think, doesn't seem to know either. I think the fact that they don't have anything is what's making her obsessed. Because if she could look, she'd be like, okay. <coughs> right, right, right. I know. And like, now I don't have to think about it anymore. The fact that she, it's, it's building up in her head is this huge thing because she can't figure it out. But I would say the first step to, to she's putting it on a pedestal because right. she's so ashamed. She's associating it with so much shame. Like my boyfriend doesn't deserve someone who's obsessing over her exes. He's checked his exes. Yeah. Profiles right, right, you're right. Too. Like, I think she's like, Oh, I have this deep, dark secret. No. Like it's almost like, imagine she wrote in like, I thought someone, I was walking in the mall and I saw someone, I thought they were really hot. And my boyfriend doesn't deserve someone who thinks someone it's like, no, no, everyone does that. Everyone thinks that you built by building it up. You've almost made it more of a thing. She's ashamed of being a human being. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would also say like, if there's something she's not telling us in this email, like she has to just get, be like, okay, I, I've grown from that person that created an atmosphere where people needed their numbers changed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like you Assuming have to give yourself, her, yeah. you have to give yourself a little right. bit of grace and a tone. You know, we're, yeah. we're taping this on Yom Kippur. Give yourself the ability to, you know, a tone and be over it too.
Like, yeah. you know, listen, we were all different people in high school and college, and we all broke up in ways that we wish we had done it different. We all look back on every ending of a relationship and wish we were a perfect person. And you know what? We weren't. And I can understand that she might be looking a little bit to make sure that they're okay. Maybe that's it. If she feels like she was, again, with the, she said with the high school boyfriend who had issues with like his dad dying and failing out of school and losing a scholarship. So maybe that's like mm-hmm. her kind of like guilt about leaving him while he's down or something something like that yeah and you know the guy coming to visit you at college and you're going he loved me so much i hope he found someone new right whatever yeah i think that the idea it's a twofold thing one it's realizing that everyone does this yes and two it's realizing that that having some faith in the people you used to date that you haven't destroyed, you haven't destroyed right. their lives or you weren't as big of a deal as you think you were. Cause right. everyone's the star of their own movie and thinks that they've, you know, tra- either traumatized someone or they've traumatized them. It's like, usually if you look back, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't just you. Right. I, I mean, I have this sometimes myself, like with like, I mean, we talked about going from first date to second date. Yeah. You know, we, you know, if I'm going to personalize this, you know, star of my own movie, but like, I, my inability to go to a second date, I think has a little bit to do with like, oh, I don't want to hurt someone again. I don't want to go down that road again. You know, recently, like we talked about like a, you and I talked about like a, a an ending text, having to yeah. send a text of like, hey, this was great, but it ain't going to go farther than this. It's a very normal text. Ones that we've yeah. encouraged people to send in the past. Ones that we've sent, that we've got, I've gotten. That I've gotten, yeah, yeah. that I've sent. And then, I'm writing it out and sending it to you being like, what do you think? And I'm like, and in my mind, I'm going, why is this so fucking hard to send a very reasonable text to someone? And Mm. part of it is this backlog of situations you've had in your past that you go that you've probably blown up. You've made yourself a bigger part of them than you are. Right. And that's kind of what this person's probably doing where they're going. I was their high school love and they, you know, when they lost the scholar, you know, all that shit. Right. And then you can, what you imagine happening with them is probably so much worse than like what's actually happening. Right. And it's only because you're, yeah, again, star of the own movie. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker. We love one. a red flag or deal breaker. These are very thoughtful today. Quite long, yes. Long okay. and thoughtful. Hey guys, my husband and I enjoy listening to the podcast together and thought it would be funny to know red flag or deal breaker. We are in an ENM. Ethical non-monogamy. I heard that in San Francisco a lot. That's right relationship and my husband has been going on some tinder dates to try and find a girlfriend it's weird to be in an ethical non-monogamy i guess this is how you do it but you're like i want to find a girlfriend yeah that i think is interesting and again i don't want to judge i've never i don't know a ton about 
this. Also, I feel like the be- the best part about being in a relationship is not having to be on Tinder. Right, well, <laughs> not for him. Just like the idea, I don't know, like the idea of like going out and meeting some like right. Like, you, 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 I guess you're right. The the idea like that anything could, could happen, right? Kind of thing. You, you know get your mean? Saturday night to go out, and I'm gonna go to a bar and try and pick up. But I guess you're looking to be these ethical non-monogamy when they're doing it right. It is so contractual. Yeah, I can imagine that it's like a little bit weird. Not and you said you're not judging. I'm judging them. I can I be okay with someone living a different lifestyle than me and also judge them. <laughs> right? Fine, that's probably the more accurate. Right. Uh, I don't want to lie to them. Advice. I think yeah. they're fucking weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, but good for you. Yeah. Live your weird lifestyle. Let the freak flag fly. Uh, we are in an ENM relationship and my husband had been going on some Tinder dates to try and find a girlfriend. It's just such an awkward sentence. He had been talking to this girl a lot over text and they were really hitting it off. They chose to meet up at a local pub for dinner. My husband ordered shepherd's pie. Red flag. <laughs> right. If I was on a date with a woman, she's like, I'll have the shepherd's, shepherd's pie. pie. Maddie, can you Google what's in a shepherd's pie? Because that might be the most disgusting date order I have ever heard in my entire life. Nothing about this date seems appealing. Of the clump of potatoes and meat with peas? Is that what it is? Minced, hold on, minced meat. Topped with? Minced Topped with mashed potatoes, peas, peas, carrots. It's not a sexy, date, sexy uh, date food. It looks like sloth. Listen, we don't want to offend the shepherds out there, um, but we are judging, but we're okay. We can judge and yes. you can have a different we're lifestyle. Okay it. Well, it only gets worse. Right. So we, my husband ordered these shepherds by. It's just such a, I'll have the meal that, shepherds once ate to keep themselves <laughs> full while herding the goat. <laughs> My husband ordered the shepherd's pie because he was in the middle of various dental procedures. There's got to be other options. I mean, also, if you're in the middle of various dental procedures, maybe take a date, make a take a break from dating <laughs> right. people other than your wife. Yeah, spend a night with your wife. How about... <laughs> That might be who has to love you. Yeah. Right. Let's take a night for Netflix on the couch with uh, the woman Why? you marry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. okay. He happened to only have temporary teeth glued into the front of his mouth. I mean, it must be hard to find someone who will go on the first date with an ENM person because they're like, I got one. I got to go out. I'm putting my teeth. <laughs> Just to last until after the weekend and would be replaced with a permanent piece on the Monday. Spoiler, they didn't last. As he was eating the shepherd's pie, he accidentally swallowed his front teeth. When he realized what had happened, his date was in the middle of a story, so he was forced to sit in panic and silence. He decided that the best option would be to try and throw them up. So he went to the bathroom as soon as he was there, uh, as soon as there was a break in conversation. So what was he like? He was like... Because you can't open your mouth, right. your front teeth. That's very weird. When in the bathroom, he realized that he didn't know how to make himself throw up. <laughs> Sad. This guy should go home. Yeah, it's time to go home to your wife. <laughs> yes. Go home. So he tried to give himself the Heimlich remover maneuver. Maneuver. She, she wrote Heimlich yeah. on the sink counter. That's not how the he- I, okay. While other men were using the urinals. <laughs> There's a guy in there with no teeth who's making himself throw up. What's going on over there? 
If you're struggling to picture this, imagine a grown man hurling himself stomach first into a countertop over and over again while strangers with their dicks out look at him concerned. Let's not make it about the strangers and their dicks out. They're doing the right thing at the urinal. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could help him. He did not successfully vomit, and he eventually gave up and decided to own it and continue with the date. He even kissed her at the end. I mean, these these alternative lifestyle people... They'll do it. They'll do it all. This lady ended up being the real MVP, though, because she met up with him again the following night. He still didn't have his teeth in. They're still seeing each other currently. So this was not a deal breaker for her. What do you guys think? I don't think I would have been as forgiving. LOL. Sincerely, the toothless bloke's wife. Okay, the bigger deal breaker for me is that he's married. Right. That doesn't (laughs) help. But I guess the person yeah, on the date, right. the, we are. Fine. I assuming they're fine with it. Yeah. We, we are assuming they, the the person that's in an ethically non-monogamous relationship is so upfront with all of this that the person on the date has to be Already, yeah. as weird as the person on the date. You know yes. what I mean? Like they're on board. That's fair. And I, I mean, weird in a judgmental but loving way. If if anyone's. And then right, they, I, and then they lose the the teeth, and then. They don't have teeth and they've swallowed the teeth. I don't. If the question is, does a married person who ordered shepherd's pie on a date with me, (laughs) who then makes themselves throw up in the bathroom to get their teeth out of their stomach, turn me off? Yeah, I'm a little turned off. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the question? Yeah, I would agree. Okay. I think I'm out as well. A toothless woman who stinks of minced meat. If someone were to describe like what the worst date you could potentially one day go on, would right? Be, it would be married guy <laughs> ordering a shepherd's pie with two front teeth missing that he just swallowed and right. This is a what is the game where you fill in the words? Mad libs. This is a mad libs. Yes. <laughs> right. No. Like you wouldn't even create the story without just throwing a bunch of words at the mince meat, shepherd's pie, <laughs> toothless. Married. Yeah. I, I agree. Everything. Everything's wrong with it. Okay. It's wild. <laughs> Where do we, we got? We have two types of listeners: traveling nurses and <laughs> fucking married people yeah, out on the on the on the doing hunt. Weird shit. Hi, J and J. A friend of mine recently told me about the podcast after sharing this story over drinks, and every time I think of it, I still laugh. Ever since I've been binging episodes, and I figured it was t- I've been binging episodes, and I figured it was time to write in with the story that started it all. I met this guy through the apps and went out with him very casually a couple times across a few months. Maybe the second time I hooked up with him, we went to watch TV after and he refused to turn it on unless both of us wore blue light glasses as he was concerned that it would mess up our sleep. He proceeded to hand me what he called the less ugly pair and started looking for something to watch. I didn't want to embarrass him or be rude, but I put them on. So I put them on and we proceeded to turn on a movie. Leading up to this, he definitely had his quirks, but he was really attractive and I was still down. But now all I can do is laugh, thinking of the two of us sitting on the couch wearing them as if it was totally normal. On top of this, when we went to bed, he also handed me an extra sleeping mask, which had me internally giggling too. So red flag or deal breaker, he makes you wear blue light glasses for post hookup TV time. Thanks for all that you do. The girl with the best circadian rhythm in town. So I... This is a deal breaker for me just based off of like how hard it is to figure out sleeping with someone new. Okay. Like, or just sleeping. He's trying to make it easier. Well, the blue light. Right, the blue light. But if he's this specific and anal night one. Okay. 
it ain't getting better. That's fine. Like to me, like I'm like figuring out how to be in the same bed with someone. Like if they're in a long, where could we go from here? What else is he going to make me wear? What other sleep things does he is need? This is just the beginning. This is the beginning. Right. Cause I, in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, sleep over cuddle time. By the, you know, week three, I'm like, okay, you get over there. I'll be over here. You know, like it's, it, things change. Right. For me, I'm actually kind of into it. Really? Um, yeah, I like that he handed her a sleep mask. I have a sleep mask, sleep with one every night. Really? Really. I'm very, I'm actually, the thing about me, bringing <laughs> this back to the beginning of the episode, is I'm very particular about my sleep settings. I think you've you've mentioned this before. I need complete darkness. Okay. I need complete silence. And I need like 65 degrees temperature wise. So I think this guy and I would get, we get along. Get along well. well. Yeah. He's already setting things up. Yeah. He's like, he's got a, it seems like he's liking a lot of the things I, his sleep is very important to him as well. Right. That's so. interesting. I guess maybe he's a more honest than I am earlier. <laughs> Are you particular? Um, well, I sleep with the radio on. Right. Right. But I, in your relationship, you didn't, right? Or you sometimes did. Oh, you I would did. put in oh. headphones. Okay. Well, that's would, different. I've actually bought the head. Someone after the I mentioned the, this the thing on that goes over your head. Yeah, and I've never, I haven't tried it yet, but I bought it just for when a. What is it? It's a. It's like a headband. Oh. And it's like. <laughs> Please take a picture. <laughs> I'll take a picture. I'll send it to you. We'll yeah. have to put it on the UA podcast yeah. in case any of the listeners want to uh, on the Instagram in case anyone wants to buy one for themselves. Right. It's a headband that has speakers in it. I'm um, just the picturing this is very funny to me. <laughs> I put on my sleep mask. Put on my headband. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's great. I've got to yeah. try that. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Jared and Jordana, love to get your thoughts on whether a first hinge uh, message like this is a red flag or a deal breaker. It's better opener than you look like Casey Anthony, which I got once, but good grief. <laughs> Feels immediately like a job application. Thanks for providing endless hours of entertainment. Okay, so here's the message. Uh, I'm him, okay? <laughs> okay. Kate! So, tell me more about yourself, smiley face. What are you looking for in a potential partner? What are your three non-negotiable must-haves and three deal-breakers? Are you close to your family? All families are different. Do you love pets and let them sleep in bed with you? Do you want a big family of your own? And finally, I know we all strive not, but we are humans. So, what do you judge most often? I know, I know. I roll emoji. A lot of questions, but I'm genuinely interested. Oh, and you have you ever been married? Oh my god, this is immediate block. I am fucking out. This is awful. Get away from me. This is like the Uber driver that's too talkative. <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah, this is awful. I'm trying to imagine like a celebrity that I can imagine like personifying this vibe. Um. It's I, awful. I, I would I, immediately be out. This would not gone, be it, And it's fake. It's a lie. That's what bothers me the most. This is a copy and paste. This is a copy and paste job. He wrote her name and then paste. Here's the thing. You're writing five questions and you're opening. You're opening. I had someone DM me. Hello, friend. And I was like, goodbye. Was there like a Nigerian prince? No, it, it, it felt like that. <laughs> They go, hello, friend. And I was like, no. You, and, I, and I don't mean to sound like a piece of shit, but we are not friends. You follow me. I, I hope to entertain you. I'm the jester. Yeah. Like, hello, friend. Just thought you would. You know, I was like, ah. No. Yeah. 
This is awful. Awful. And they're lying. Because they wrote, but I'm genuinely interested. No, you're not. That's a liar. Why are they asking these questions? You're not genuinely interested. If you were genuinely interested, you'd ask one question that you were really interested in after a conversation. That's not how you're not. The problem is they're a liar minute one. This is like the most annoying survey ever ever given I, I, do you love pets and let them sleep in your bed with you oh get out i hate it because it's this false intimacy before there should be intimacy this can't possibly work with anyone i, I guess dr- someone else i dread also like that i dread the couple <laughs> that's on their honeymoon that sits next to this couple at the pool like, this is going to work with someone, they That's get married, and then someone has to sit next to this couple on at a pool, and I pray for them every day. That's very funny. When we were in Hawaii, we were renting a car, and Mike went ahead to go get the rental car where I got the bags, mm. and he was with someone like this online in front of him. Come on. It was like a 30-minute line. Uh, <laughs> and I just saw him, he just, he's like, you know, when it's in his eyes, he's just like, right. um, you literally can't move. Too. Forgetting Sarah Marshall has an element of yes, this. the honeymoon couple, the guy like that, the virgins, right? They yes. didn't want to get married, but they got married, yes. and now they're just trying to make everyone else their conversational problems. Yes, Oy. um, just like that. Anyway, that was our episode. We did it again. We solved dating every week, uh, guys. Spread the word. Keep telling your friends, coworkers, brothers, sisters, mamas, papas. We love doing this show. Get subscribed to the YouTube channel. Also, if you're listening right now, that means you love the show, which is great. We love you. There's a TikTok account. Yeah. If you use TikTok, you yeah. up on uh, you, you up podcast. podcast. Done. Just, this is the easiest one of our handles. Right. At you up podcast. You can find us on TikTok right now. As of this recording, it has three followers. It's That's me, right. Jared, and Maddie. Jorge so. didn't even follow. <laughs> <laughs> We Sean, would, we haven't seen him in years. Sean is Sean is COVID for the seventeenth time. Yeah, um, but Sean's yeah. grandmother died eight eight times. Help, <laughs> help us to stop being embarrassed and go go give it a follow. Boom. Bye. The U Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.